2: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Real Life, Real Crime Daily for Friday, February 3rd, and I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton.
3: And I'm Mike Agavino. And I think, Jim, to start us off, I think you have a little announcement about something?
2: Well... There's a crew bash tonight. It. Fourth annual. The fourth annual crew bash by Real Life Real Crime. And Woody, tell everybody how they can uh, get involved in, in and yeah, participate in our foolishness. If there are any tickets
4: left, uh, go to eventbrite.com. I think it's under RRC4. Uh, tonight is the VIP event. We have like $20,000 worth of items being auctioned off. And it's a private party where I'm going to hang out, and take pictures and sign autographs till I get done. Then we're going to party, and then I'm going to do the auction on stage within, until they kick us out. That's at the Basin on 3rd Street, downtown Baton Rouge. And tomorrow night, February 4th, is when I'll take the stage and do a live adult crowd interactive podcast. And when I get done, the world-famous two-time Louisiana Music Hall of Fame inductee, Chase Tyler and Chase Tyler Band will play. And uh, we're celebrating everything, all the awards, my 53rd birthday, which will be at midnight, and Justice for Courtney Coco. We got a little special stuff going on. And our yearly Lopa raffle. If you want your raffle tickets, that Saturday night raffle has like $60,000 worth of prizes. Um, and you can go online and QR code it or in the local business, have it, et cetera, for, or my nonprofit, uh, and Jim donates to it every year. It's fire and Lopa saves lives.
2: 100%. Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. Yes. And uh, beautiful, beautiful nonprofit. So that's yep. our little plug for today. Yeah, Thank
3: you. Any truth that you're also auctioning off a conjugal visit to the business? <laughs> As, uh,
4: <laughs> no, but I'm auctioning off two pig hunts for Woody Overton. You get to stay at my house and I cook for you. you and get hey, to come to my bar. That, that beats
3: yeah. the conjugal visit.
4: Yeah. Uh, the, yeah I, I said one conjugal visit I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> so As, guess, just, you can't check get the, back, Check what what the room for
3: eat? buckets ahead of time.
4: Yeah. Or saws or, or sex toys.
3: All <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, we're a little giddy this morning. Welcome back, everybody. We like to start off with updates on cases we've been we've been following. I'm going to give you a a brief one uh, this morning on the uh, Anna and Brian Walsh case these uh, this Brian Walsh has provided us a a lot of really scary entertainment over the last couple of weeks, but a uh, two things came out that I found particularly interesting and we'll see if Woody and Jim are. Uh, in agreement with me there. But uh, the judge in uh, Walsh's fraud case indicated that Anna Walsh was no longer living full-time at the Massachusetts home, which is something I hadn't seen anywhere else. And I don't know exactly the circumstances under which he came out and said that, but that would indicate that the marriage was in
4: Well, some trouble, right? Maybe maybe that's a strategic move on their part because if they're coming after his money for the fraud,
3: they can't get any of her money. And I understand (laughs) she had some money. Well, that's where that's where I'm going with that. Is her friends also claim that she was preparing to bring her sons down to Washington D.C., which is where she worked. So even though they lived in a really nice suburban area uh, around Boston, she was commuting all the way to D.C. and that she was preparing to bring her sons to D.C. Property searches show that she had a real estate portfolio that was held separately from uh, her joint assets with Brian Walsh that was worth about $2 million, Woody. So I don't know, maybe late New Year's Eve, some kind of conversation about that money, maybe. Maybe.
2: I think he knew he was going to, you know, this, this relationship was headed towards uh, yeah, divorce. And I had to pay child support which Yeah. And, and since it, the beginning. And your shit bag.
3: Well, but his his purchases seem pretty urgent, pretty spontaneous, right? So <laughs> Yeah, like the... $450 shopping spree. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if this was Non-tops. really, really, you know, well-planned in advance, wouldn't he have gathered those things over a long period of time uh, so as not to draw suspicion?
4: I, I agree with you on that one. That's kind of a uh, search it and
2: go get it, spur of the moment deal. Yeah, and a lot of the searches, if you will remember, were done the day of and the day after the Killings. He would have researched that for months and months and months prior, if it was premeditated to that extent.
3: Yeah. So I mean, it seems like gut-wise, something triggered. Whether it triggered him to put a plan he already had into action uh, faster than he intended to to put it into action, but something happened that night that uh, that. Made some things because you probably wouldn't have a dinner party the night you're playing. Well, I guess that gives you an alibi. Right,
4: right, right. And, but the, I can't think of a case that ever worked where somebody killed somebody where there wasn't what we call a stressor. Something made them bright to do the, the hey, I bet you he thought about killing her a long time before he killed her. But, the stressor came through and or caught the straw that broke the camel's back happened.
3: Something. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, and I hate when this happens, I wish they could fast track these things. Just don't they know we're trying to produce sequential episodes. (laughs) It's also called (laughs) job job security because
4: we'll we'll be years talking about these cases. Uh,
3: I think they're in court next in June and so uh, I'm just going to have to sit and think about what that defense attorney is thinking about when she says the prosecutors have weak evidence. So we're going to have to wait until she's June thinking to I'm, I'm see that weak, that weak evidence. <laughs> Moving right along. Do you guys watch the national championship game? Absolutely. 100%. Not, wasn't that exciting this year, was it? Right. It was kind it of a rock. of old-fashioned SEC. Ass-whooping. The the horn Frogs got horn-frogged. But did you happen to see what uh, the Georgia quarterback, I guess I should say former Georgia quarterback, Stetson Bennett did this past weekend?
4: I didn't see it, but I heard about it.
3: Arrested for drinking. He was arrested in Dallas, Texas. Probably a good thing it wasn't Fort Worth, given... How the horn see, Frog fans you. Probably, yeah. probably feel about them right now, but on Sunday morning for public intoxication at about 6 a.m., it happens. Police were notified in Old East Dallas. Now, I've been to Dallas a lot of times, I, I, I don't know I an Old apartment East in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Um, the police were notified of a man banging on doors. So 6 a.m., the two-time national champion quarterback of the Georgia Bulldogs is intoxicated and banging on doors. <laughs> <laughs> I've done worse.
4: <laughs> you have? 6 a.m., you banging on my door? Shit. And I live in Dallas. I've never
2: banged on doors. I, but I've howled
4: at the moon. And when I had out. my apartment in Dallas uh, doing defense consulting I'm a, my family was still here. Somebody came banging on my door at six o'clock in the city. I'm gonna call now on
2: one But if it was the two time up,
4: national champion quarterback, I you might an, be like, I "Hey,
2: come on in." I got an
4: <laughs> autograph and then call the cops on it.
3: Yeah. Well, I've heard on the grapevine that Stetson can party, and I guess this story kind of confirms it.
4: Because we know you plugged into the college crowd. Right? I am.
3: I am plugged. <laughs> in, I am plugged into the the, the national college Champions. crowd. Thank you. (laughs) Having also uh, been a fairly accomplished college partier.
4: Uh, I think everybody at this table can claim that one. That's right. Back in the
2: day. Go Commodores.
3: (laughs) Rarely, rarely could I be found intoxicated at six o'clock in the morning.
2: Oh
4: yeah! Well, I can't that.
3: that. <laughs> Wasn't that rare for you?
4: I've uh, I swim. Someone who isn't me is woken up in a house that he thought was the right house, um, and it was the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning. Wouldn't need that.
3: I've never done that. Well, but that's waking up. That's so you went yeah, to well, bed at some point. The
4: swim was still effed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But and uh, and saw a young lady. Come out in a towel in the hallway, and she screamed. And Swim thought it was one of the females they went home with the night before. Until the father came out with a shotgun,
2: uh,
4: Swim uh, had to run like a little bitch.
3: Yes. <laughs> well, at at some point, I'll share a uh, a frat boy story or two. Yeah, that with, was a frat boy with story. You, with you guys, <laughs> yeah. uh, Arnie Hess, are you out there listening? Yeah. I know, I know that you are. I'll. Uh, I'll I'll have Arnie uh, weigh in on on that one, John, but
4: John Poo Poo Lebon, you know what I'm talking about.
3: <laughs> let's just say it's a it's a little bit suspicious uh, to this former frat boy that that you would be intoxicated at 6 a.m. banging on banging on doors. Now Bennett, despite being a two-time defending uh, NCAA champion quarterback, is not a First couple of players picked kind of uh, – he's not projected to be one of the first players drafted in the NFL draft. So this is not one of those cases where you've got you know this star quarterback who uh, every team in the it's NFL not, wants. and not Joe Burrow. He's yeah. not, he is not Joe Burrow. Or Dante Culpepper. Or at Pepper. least people don't believe he's he's Joe Burrow. So he's in Texas warm, warm man. <laughs> training warm to – uh, He'd be there. Uh, improve his chances in that draft, and uh, anyway, th- I just file this under where there's smoke. There's usually a little bit of. And I know you want to say some,
4: your personal knowledge so bad, but right. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, 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 personal fire, No personal went to knowledge. Once a drunk tank <laughs> agent probably bailed him out. Don't engage in rumors. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Try not to.
3: Okay, we're going to pick back up where we left off yeah, last had, episode. You had me in LA. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about and, and I wanna before we before we pick up Woody, I wanna make an official nomination. All right. I'm gonna nominate Alex Murdoch to the all Woody team. Yes, I think him. that I think that you know some high standards yes. have been set by Shibusiness and yes, for yes. anyone seeking entry as we move forward, they're going to have to bring some serious qualifications to the table. But I think right. this dude, has he is, uh, he's there. He is way up the list, if not number one. So, Jim, are you on, you on board there? I'm on board. He definitely qualifies. Okay, we have our second member nice. of the all-Woody team. So with that, I think when we last left off— we had uh, just gotten the revelation on August 6th of 2021 that the AG in South Carolina had dropped the charges against Alex Murdaugh's son, Paul, in the wrongful death suit uh, related to the death of Mallory Beach. And we all sort of went ding, ding, ding on that
2: one. So September 2nd of 2021, Murdaugh's. Life just continues to get worse. His law firm uh, basically did some check-ins behind the scenes and they found out that Murdoch was taking money from the firm and clients for personal use, which is embezzlement. So on September 3rd, they confront him. They show him the proof that they had on this and he is asked to resign, which he does that afternoon. Now, it's important to remember he had all this other stuff going on. They're probably sick of it. Um, and this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back and a good reason to get him to resign. So he does. Can you imagine that meeting,
3: though? You're in some kind of boardroom at this firm and behind you are you know, portraits of uh, generations of that <laughs> And and you're unceremoniously I mean that says resignation, but obviously uh that's a that's a termination wrapped up in a allow him to uh to resign kind of deal.
2: Yeah. It that's a pretty a large fall space. from yeah. grace right there. Huge. And uh if you'll notice this timeline keeps getting closer and closer. So the next day, the very next day, Alex Murdoch is shot in the head. day sayonara. sayonara shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples my allergies are throwing my whole morning off do i sound different to you,
4: <laughs> I love that. you sound
2: like, <laughs> it's that time of year there, bro i sound different to me i feel like i'm in a submarine yeah well have you tried
4: AstroPro? it's faster bro oh. all right astro Pro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray
2: and said to be conscious in speaking where the reports come out. As reports come out. September 6th of 2021, he releases a statement, and he lets kind of the world know that he's resigning from that law firm. And September 8th, the South Carolina Supreme Court suspends his law license effective immediately. So you're talking within basically a week's time, y'all. He went from... Uh, basically getting accused of embezzlement to getting shot in the head to losing his law license. Just keeps getting worse. On September 10th, a spokesman representing him releases a statement saying in part that Murdoch's shooting was not self-inflicted. He sustained a skull fracture and the gunman was driving a blue pickup. Okay. So we move on. September 13th. SLED announces they're opening an investigation, and on the 14th of 2021, Curtis Edward Smith, and this is important, he gets arrested in connection to the assisted suicide shooting (laughs) of Alex Murdahl. Authorities say that Murdoch admits that the scheme was set up so his surviving son could collect $10 million life insurance policy. Now, that's important. Obviously, if you have life insurance and uh, you shoot yourself, you're not eligible for the life insurance. So he essentially hires uh, a friend of his for many, many years who it's alleged was his drug dealer to shoot him and kill him so that his son could get the $10 million life insurance. I have something to
4: say about that. Yes, and more thousands of suicides and all of them are tragic Um, that I have worked several where they were unsuccessful. And this guy hiring his drug dealer, best friend or whatever he was to kill him, uh, assisted suicide. And it didn't work. How much of a fuck up do you feel like now?
2: I mean, there's you can't nothing even, he can do. You right. can't even kill yourself. That's pretty crazy y'all. And it, and it just gets crazy crazier now it what comes if you, what
3: if you're that son you're watching your debacle of a father f up everything he can possibly f up right. and the including one including your inheritance the one thing he needed to do to take you can't care of you me, no, he, he you couldn't, couldn't freaking do damn it dad you can't even get that straight don't <laughs> you, know, you think if you're the son you raise your hand go Dad. that you know, right, if right, you're gonna right, try it again right, right, and bring I mean, me that, in and I, you know let's i know somebody that's right. yeah you know, i can do it good
2: right. and it's important to right. note that it's important to note that Murdoch actually made the nine one one call himself, claiming that someone shot him, but he was okay. I don't know what kind of gun he used. I mean, obviously it wasn't a Magnum Pi, right? I mean, <laughs> this wasn't no Johnny Dangerously. It wasn't a Son of Sam
4: forty four Bulldogs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not. Well, um, Murdoch's troubles just continue to get worse. Uh, it comes out that the gentleman, as I just mentioned, was his drug dealer, which requires it to come out that he had an opioid addiction for 20 years. Right. And of course, we're not po- poking fun at anyone with an addiction, but nobody knew this. It came, it all is coming out. And y'all, this is in a span now of two weeks, you know, since he got accused of embezzlement and the hits just keep on coming. So now we come to September. Fifteenth, twenty twenty one, y'all, and this <laughs> would definitely qualify as one of the shittiest days anyone's had in their entire life up to this point. So, yeah, if you're a
3: Bengals fan feeling bad about the yeah, other day, yeah, uh, uh, just be glad you're not Alex. L- listen to this.
2: First, Murdahl's named the chief defendant in a wrongful death lawsuit filed by the sons of a, of the housekeeper and and nanny that we told you about, Gloria Satterfield. Then SLED announces it's opening a criminal investigation into uh, Satterfield's 2018 death. And then Murdoch's attorney says his client will surrender to authorities the following day on insurance fraud charges. All in
3: one day. Any hockey fans out there? That's a hat trick. All right. (laughs) That's That's a hat trick. That's a hat trick.
2: So September 16th, 2021, Murdahl turns himself into authorities. Now, he's given a $20,000 bond for his insurance fraud charges, which is related, y'all, to the assisted suicide attempt. Of course, he tried to collect a $10 million, $10 million insurance check for his son upon his death, which he was unsuccessful uh, to do. And he is ordered to appear in court for that on October 25th of 2021. So September 23rd of 2021, Celeb releases a statement saying agents have uncovered other potential crimes as part of their investigation into the double homicide of Paul and Maggie Murdoch. Now, September 30th of 2021, the family of Murdaw makes a statement and it's really in response to people magazine in the article that they put out and they basically say the most recent allegations by People Magazine regarding the state of Maggie and Alex Murdo's marriage are totally inconsistent with what we have been told by family and friends. Also, we have reviewed many years of text messages on Alex's phones, and the conversations between Alex and Maggie portray a very loving relationship. It's our hope that the media will continue to focus on covering the investigation of the person or people responsible for the murder of Maggie and Paul in not reporting salacious stories with no credible sources connected to the Murdoch family. So they're doing some backtracking there because everybody in South Carolina at this point, and really most of the country that it, that was paying attention to this story is convinced that Alex Murdoch killed uh, his wife and son. So on October 6th of 2021, uh, law firm, PMPED files suit against Murdaugh for damages after claims he took money from them and his clients and their clients for his own personal use. And in court documents, Murdaugh is accused of plotting with friends, an attorney, and a banker to pocket money for from Gloria Satterfield's four point three million wrongful death settlement. That's a
3: close number two to the September date that was uh, the worst day of your life that's a pretty bad pretty bad day when you're charged with embezzlement and insurance fraud and then at the same time you've got uh uh you've got him accused of uh plotting with friends to steal 4.3 million dollars from Gloria Satterfield
2: yes and it's important to mention that during this time Alex Murdahl was in a rehab facility for his opiate addiction so He gets out of the rehab facility and his day gets even worse. He gets taken into custody uh, and charged with two counts of obtaining property by false pretenses in connection with Gloria Satterfield's wrongful death settlement. And he has to be he has to await extradition extradition back to South Carolina. So all right,
4: y'all around November 11th and I'm I'm not going to get all the names straight and everything comes out that Murdahl was getting all this money from these settlements. Well, the problem with that is that the family might say um, they might settle it for 10000000 million. They'll tell the family they only settled it for $3 million. Get the family $3 million, and Murdahl had this other $7 million. Well, he has to have someone in cahoots with them to split that up. And it came out, it was a banker from Palmetto State Bank and Corey Fleming, so they they
2: have now implicated it in this ongoing scheme where they're stealing money from clients. So obviously, Sled and everybody else figure that out. And on November 19th, 2021, he gets indicted on 30 criminal counts stemming from Gloria Satterfield's wrongful death settlement.
4: Might be the most indicted deed in South Carolina's history.
2: Never seen anything like it. So throughout throughout
3: the rest of 2021, I mean it's almost a daily ding. I mean there's something happening every day in this case, but suffice to say that the hits just keep on coming. Uh you're mounting one situation on top of another, the Mallory Beach family filing suit, uh, uh, another bank gets sued, uh, the attorney general uh, announces uh, uh, seven indictments and a new grand jury. I mean, it's just the hits just keep on coming. He's given a $7 million bond, $7 million bond for charges stemming from the, uh, the state grand jury indictments. And then we finally get to uh, 2022. Jim, you want to?
2: Yeah. So 2022, not much better than 2021 for the Murdaugh's and Alex Murdaugh specifically. On May 31st of 2022, Alex Murdall actually signs a confession of judgment, uh, awarding the Satterfield family more than $4.3 million. So at that point, he's pretty much uh, gave up on any sort of defending of himself And he confesses and agrees to all award the Satterfield family, or the court awards the Satterfield family $4.3 million. There you have it. So he puts that behind him. And on June 28th of 2022, Alex Murdaugh and Curtis Edward Smith, remember his friend uh, that shot him, They're indicted on a slew of new charges ranging from criminal conspiracy to money laundering. And on July 14th of 2022, he is indicted yet again on two counts of murder. Now it's getting serious in the killing of his wife and son. Just a week later, he pleads not guilty on the murder charges. So on December 16th of 2022, Alex Murdaugh is indicted yet again for tax evasion stemming from income received from illegal acts. In other words, he got this money from all these schemes he was running with insurance and he wasn't reporting it to the IRS. So they want their piece, right? And they uh, he gets indicted for tax evasion. Um On December 20th of 2022, the Attorney General announces the state is seeking life without parole on Alex Murdoch's double murder trial. That's just the double murder trial, y'all. Not all the other shit. Mm, So uh, he's looking at life for that. And we go into January 23rd of 2023 and jury selection starts in the trial of Alex (laughs) Murdoch. dear.
3: Well, and as we sit here today, there's uh, been a little bit over a week of activity here in the in the trial. So we're, th- we're at the beginning stages. The uh, projections are that this trial is going to go until at least February 10th. I would say the two big pieces that have come out so far are, are first that the prosecutors are alleging that Murdaugh committed the murders, then changed clothing. Right. And that when uh, they, uh, they arrived at the scene, he was in perfectly clean clothes, a white t-shirt, but sweating profusely. profusely yeah. And uh, it didn't, it didn't make a lot of sense uh, that that was the case. Now we're, we're going all the way back again to, uh, uh, to a year earlier back in February of uh, of 22 when that shirt, that clean white shirt was analyzed by a quote unquote expert by the name of bevel representing the prosecution and he is an expert witness in this case and his analysis of the shirt was that his analysis of that white t-shirt was that there was blood spatter on the shirt. The defense has uh, been highly critical of this evidence. They have uh, made accusations that his uh, testimony is false and that uh, Bevel at some point changed his findings, that that wasn't his initial determination, and so this is— this is something that will be a major ongoing issue. The the second piece I would mention, and just another good reason to keep your kids well. This might be a reason to have your kids on Snapchat, but uh, uh, but a good reason to keep your kids off social media. The timeline that was given to the police by Alex Murdaugh is greatly called into question by Snapchat. Video evidence that Paul had been on Snapchat shooting video just minutes before he was murdered, and that Alex is visible in that video. Yeah. and so that is going to be a, a that's going to be an enormous issue. Uh, there are uh, experts being called to testify from. Snapchat because I'm not a big Snapchat user, but those videos don't live there forever. They are gone after a a very short period of time and so I don't know how it works with their servers and how long things are stored and everything like that. And so we'll see what uh what uh what comes out, but that that video is literally 4 minutes before uh the the 911 call I believe uh was made. So uh we will stay on top of everything breaking here and uh at this point, uh, Alex has been welcomed into the all-woody
2: team. And important to note that although uh, there's a lot of evidence to the contrary, he has a probably the best defense lawyer in the state of South Carolina, defending him, obviously, as you would expect. Free publicity. I bet he's doing bono. In addition to that, all you have to do is convince one yeah. of those jurors, and you will have a hung jury. This dude ain't walking. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. but, uh, no. I know, but I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, but you're right.
3: Well, he don't have any money left to pay anybody off.
2: So, yeah. Well,
4: you know what? If he beats it, OJ, and didn't have any money left either. But uh, especially after the civil suit, but you can make a hell of a good living on the circuit telling your story that you beat that. Right. Okay. All right. Interesting. uh My prediction is like the Rocky Three when they asked Mrs. T, which is prediction about fighting
2: Rocky, said, "Pain." Prediction is pain. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20 minute video explaining step by step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B A D L A N D S F O O D dot com slash R L R C. Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Speaking of
3: pain, did you guys like the little game segment that we did last Absolutely. week? Loved it.
4: Loved it. That thought it was cool.
3: Okay, yeah. you ready for game segment number two? <gasps> yes. Here today? Yeah, I mean,
4: I've been practicing all week. Okay. The, instead of raising our hands, I think we should just blur out the answers. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> blur out the answer fast. This one's
3: gonna be a little bit different game. Okay, I'm calling this Jail Pretty. Jail Pretty? Jail Pretty, like a play Jair, on Jeopardy. Jeopardy. It's Jail oh. Pretty. P-E-R-E-T-T-Y. <laughs> it doesn't matter. A jail and then P-A-R-D-Y. Jail oh, no. Pretty. Okay.
4: Oh, Okay, you're and not just, saying somebody in jail is pretty like
3: physically. No, 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 no. They may be, but <laughs> that's, that's not part of this. Okay, Definitely got yeah. that. So, yeah. if no. <laughs> no, are either of you Jeopardy fans? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so the whole concept of ask answering in the form of right. a question. Who
2: is my nickname Some was Sam. Alex Trebek. Right. So, if the, the question,
3: or the answer was he put Courtney Coco's killer behind bars for life. The answer would be
2: who is who is Woody Overton. Woody Overton. Right. Okay, so the you wolf. Get, you guys get that. Who is okay. the wolf? Ooh.
3: Okay. So, uh, what I'm, I've got two categories for you today. All right. And each category's got a, I'll take the first one. Got man. a hundred point, <laughs> pay attention, boys. Each category has a hundred point, 200 point, 300 point, 400 point, and 500 point question. All right. So you can skip to which one you want. Okay. All right. Well, there's, yes, you can. Provided you give me a right answer, right. which I'm not sure how many right answers. Well, I have. could
4: just take it off the board if Jim can get it. So the, that's defense, cause defense
3: might. Uh, so our two categories are category one, movie cops, All right? Which is you your answer is not the actor's name; it's the character's oh, name. Oh God! Okay, right. so you have to give the it's character's name in uh, in these for these questions. And our second category is death penalty so these would be people who received the death penalty down with right? that and and that's people who actually the process was completed so they are not sitting on right. death row right. they they are done they all right they are no longer with us all right okay all right. so jim you are the visitor today i flipped a coin before we uh when we were back oh, shit. when we were I'm backstage sorry. in the it's green room. Just, I I, really uh, I flipped the coin and, and Jim won. So Perfect. Jim uh, no, you, must
2: have been when I was chugging the free beer. You
3: have first choice of the board.
2: I will take what was it, the the second one?
3: Death penalty. Death
2: penalty for two hundred.
3: Death penalty for two hundred. The question is he was put to death by lethal injection at a federal prison in Indiana on June 11, 2001. He was convicted of setting off a device that killed 149 adults. Woody Overton, you, uh, you buzzed he can't, in? He can't I buzz, can't, buzz it's in. His it's question, my question. It's his question. No, over- no, 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 no. Let me review the rules. Sorry, All folks. Right. Even if you're the one who picks... Okay. Question. Well, dun,
2: all the players, I already know uh, the answer. All, no. all I didn't the, know all the.
3: You haven't watched enough. I, my apologies. <laughs> I forgot to, about the buzz. To, to <laughs> right. Departed Alex Trebek. Um, you uh, both players are in. So yep. whoever okay, buzzes me, in, whoever, this, you're buzzing in already yes. on this question. Okay. Yes. Your answer.
2: Who is Timothy McVeigh?
3: Timothy. Who is Timothy McVeigh? Is a correct answer. So two hundred dollars to Jim, and you still control the board.
2: I'll take. The same category, death penalty, for $100. Death penalty for 100
3: He murdered more than 30 women between 1974 and 1978. In
2: 1989, the 42-year-old lady killer, Bzz, Jim, who is, who, don't get it wrong. Who, <laughs> ding, 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 <laughs> who, who, Love it. who it is? who is Ted Bundy? Yep. That's exactly Who is what I Ted Bundy? Say.
3: Is a correct answer, Jim? You have three hundred. Woody, you have zero. Jim, you control. Woody the
2: should have death penalty for 300. death penalty for three hundred. Death
3: penalty for three hundred. He sexually assaulted and killed thirty-three young men between nineteen seventy-two and nineteen seventy-eight. He was executed by lethal injection in nineteen ninety-four. He was famous for dressing like a clown. Woody right, John Wayne Gacy. Oh, did you give me that the who form is of an answer?
4: Uh, John, John Wayne Casey. Gacy. You're right. He got me on that one. There, I'll give him right that really, one. Uh, okay, I had, okay, had we'll the other ones, too. Give okay, we'll you give, give you
3: a mulligan. Okay, we'll yeah, give you a mulligan. Give you a mulligan. Okay. So it is 300 to 300, and what do you now control the board?
4: I'm taking
3: cops for… Movie cops? Movie cops for 300. Movie cops for 300. Okay. Whether you're stuck in the snow at Dulles Airport or attending a holiday party gone bad at Nakatomi Plaza. Um,
2: a- uh, I think that was a tie. <laughs> okay, okay. You got to say the character's name, Sorry. though, right? Yep. So I can't say who is Bruce Willis. Nope. No, you cannot. Um. Uh, <coughs> I don't know his name. Woody?
4: Who is... Fuck! I forgot his <laughs> name. I guess I'm horrible on that. everyone. I'm horrible names. Uh, by the way, you're in four. John
3: it? something. Who is John McClane. John McLean. John McClane. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still in uh, control of the board. You're then. still in control of the board. Then I'm taking movie cops for five hundred. Movie cops for five hundred. Regarded by many as the best undercover cop in cinema history.
4: Uh Woody? What? Who is and I can't say Al Pacino, but it's uh who is Scorpio? Scar
3: That is not, I think not, not think a, That is an incorrect answer. Right, right. Let me finish the question. You you cannot respond now. Right. Regarded by many as the best undercover cop in cinema history. He's sent into Frank Costello's crew to destabilize the gang from the inside. I know it is. He doesn't get the girl, but neither does Colin Sullivan, played by Matt Damon. I don't know. One of my all time favorites. D Fans, I took that one off the board. The answer is who is Billy Costigan and the movie is The Departed. Mm, That's good. Not big Departed fans. I like it. I couldn't, couldn't remember the name. Fucking horrible yeah. names. OCD block kicks. In. Mm-hmm. Well, you went for 500 The questions by the way. Get right I tried to right. make them harder as they go up in value. So, so that should be the hardest movie copy. So,
4: I'll question. take I'll take Death Penalty for
3: 500. Not <laughs> <laughs> to keep up. You lost your 300 because you missed the 300 questions. So, you're at 0. I'm at like minus 500 probably. Well, he lost.
2: Yeah, because he lost, missed
3: a question. I missed two. one. We may have day, to go day. back to the tape. Yeah. Mike not keeping up with the score. You want death penalty for 500. Yes. I have to make sure you guys aren't cheating. Okay. I love this one. He was appointed guardian of Scotland after his victory over the English at the Battle uh, of Stirling Bridge. Uh,
4: uh. Woody? Who is, in the? it's Braveheart, who is... They ripped his guts out on the bridge. Uh, yeah. Just don't do names, bro. I know. Uh, right,
3: yeah.
2: Who is William Wallace? Who
3: yeah. is William Wallace? <laughs> you kicking my ass on that. <laughs> he yeah. was captured by the English Bye. near Glasgow Bye. in August of yeah. 1305. Cinco. And King Edward I had him hanged on August Freedom. 31st, <laughs> 1305.
4: And he put his head on the... the uh, Bridge of London, London Bridge. Great movie, Braveheart. 500. Well, one of the only.
3: Well, that, that was a $500 question. Yeah. yeah.
4: That and um, uh, Forrest Gump, the only two movies I ever walked back and saw it twice to, back to back.
2: I saw Forrest Gump like twice in the theater. I mean, i mean, like, what's left, left on, you're on that back side? Control.
3: You still have the $400 question left on death penalty. T- and we have several. Let's
2: do 400 on death penalty.
3: 400 on death penalty. My OCD against things really affects me in this game. You know that, right? I'm not picking Woody as a a partner in jail pretty next time. On September 21st, 1776, his final words before he was hanged for spying by British troops. Uh,
2: He said, but. Well, your hand was up. Uh, Oh, Uh, okay. 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 Hanging by British troops. That would be. Oh, I can see his name. I can see I'll his help face. You out even further with the uh, question. D- Burr. I'll, Burr. I'll, we, I re- uh, no, I regret
4: I only William have Burr? one life to give for can my you think country. About Aaron Burr. He was Aaron Burr.
3: Shot by he shot Alexander. Hamilton. I
4: regret I only have one life to give for my country. I regret that I have
3: but one life to lose for my country. Yes. What was his name?
4: I have no fucking idea because <laughs> I don't do names. <laughs> but I know. Who, so we bet things out. Who
3: is Nathan Hale yeah. would have been the answer there. So, okay. Um, we did get through all of them, yes, right? Yeah. No, we didn't do like a 100, I think, maybe actress and stuff. No, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Wallace. all of them oh, on death okay. penalty. On uh,
4: So what's the score right now? You're, you're, there's no way I can win, but I want to keep playing.
3: I'm lost on the score, but I have you I have you ahead. <laughs> I like your thinking. Okay, I have you ahead. Uh, we have... The 100, we have the 200, and we have the $400 question on movie cops still available.
2: All right, let's go 100 for movie cops.
3: Movie cops for 100. He's come out west from Detroit to avenge a friend's killing. And if you're planning on following him, make sure you don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe trick.
2: I don't know his, his right. movie name. I don't know the movie name either. But movie I know movie. who it is. Wow. I thought you guys would get that one. Who was the actor? It was Eddie Murphy.
3: Right. In the movie?
2: Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Correct. And his name? I
4: can't think I can't of it. Do names.
3: Who is? Horrible at it. Detective Axel Foley. Yes. Axel, Axel Foley. Yes. Shit. I thought you guys would get that one. Two more left. 400. Would he be much better at actually real cops, I think? No, no before, I, I'd be oh, good before, at okay, let's I didn't see. have to do this. Yeah, if you part. could
2: have done both names uh, or, or the movie, have been, or easier. Yeah.
3: Okay, okay. Well, think about that for next time. You folks, we'll, we'll come over the way to, to play from home, too. Right. Movie cops for 400. Love this question. He told her while making a hissing noise that, quote, I ate his liver with some fava beans <laughs> and a nice Chianti.
4: I knew this one. The chick's name—I you are not asked for the bad guy, you asked for the cop. It's uh, told her Charlie or, or, or what do you call her? Whatever. Go ahead. I know it's Jody Foster. But you give it up? Yeah,
2: Clarice, Clarice Starling. Clarice,
3: very good. Yes, Clarice. Yeah, <clears throat> good, Jim.
2: <clears throat> you own that's me. A big, that's at,
3: a big get. Okay, so we man. only have one more question left, and that's the. Two hundred dollar question. I think Woody's going to get this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we let Woody just have this question, just to pick up his no his pride uh-huh. a little bit? I mean, <laughs> no, no. my pride's
4: not hurt. I know. I don't. I don't do okay. I a, okay. I had all the okay. it no, right? no. 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 Uh, uh, no mercy. No
3: head start for Woody. Okay. No so mercy. movie cops for two hundred
4: mercies for the week. Kill. Kill. Kill.
3: The streets of San Francisco were never cleaner. And when this dirty cop
4: ruled. Dirty Harry, story, Clint would I lost anyway, so it doesn't matter.
3: What was Harry's last name?
4: Badass.
3: <laughs> Do you remember his last name? <laughs> Fuck, no. man. I remember
2: that. Yeah. No. Guys? That's a tough one.
3: No, it's not. You got to watch these movies 25 times like I have. Go ahead. I watched them. Make my day. Yeah, but the, but the captains that are yelling at him throughout right. that entire series are always yelling. Yeah, Callahan.
4: Callahan. Oh, oh. dirty That's Harry, right. I just Callahan. Callahan. I don't do names
3: well. Yeah. Okay, that was fun. You know. That was fun. Always fun to spank oh, uh, your buddy's look, ass. We're, yeah.
2: and, and if you're someone, you want us to shout you out on the show, maybe if you own a business and you have something really cool, we can give it away as a prize to me or Woody if we want. <laughs> 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 we'll shout you and out. If you want to advertise. This is, those, yeah. Yeah.
3: So far, neither of you have uh, have earned any prizes <laughs> in these uh, in these games. That's a good one, yeah. Uh, yep. This next story. <laughs> oh my
4: When you guys want to do this story? Yeah, yeah, I'll
3: do it. I would. He do this story. (laughs)
4: All right, y'all. Multiple companies in Texas are now facing a lawsuit for employing a janitor who is accused of urinating for you. Those of our listeners who don't know that means pissing (laughs) into employee water bottles and thereby infecting more than a dozen victims with STDs, or more commonly known as sexually transmitted diseases. This all stems from the October arrest of Janitor Lucio Canterano-Diaz and was filed on behalf of 13 women who say the janitor... Urinated in their water bottles on the job in an East Houston office building, which resulted in positive tests for the herpes simplex one virus. In a press release, Houston law firm Abraham Watkins, Nichols, Augusto Aziz, and Stogner alleges that the company's employing the 50 year old janitor permitted, and disregarded the janitor's disturbing conduct. The lawsuit says that several women noticed their water bottle smelling and tasting foul oh, in God. August 22, uh, 2022, which prompted a woman to set up a hidden camera that captured Diaz approaching her desk, setting his supplies down, and rubbing his penis on the interior and mouth of her water bottle. The woman says she sent the video to the building's management company, and she was told something would be done about it. However, according to the law firm's press release, no action was taken. Diaz was captured later on video doing the same thing. Uh, I'm, for the record, I'm not really about lawsuits, but these motherfuckers should have been sued. Six days later, on October 3rd, tenants in the building were notified of the incident's. It's not only terrifying, but somewhat humiliating for them, said Kimberly Spurlock, the attorney who represents one of the women. He was allowed to come back in, and he continues to conduct himself this way, and who knows how many people picked up their water bottles during that six days and were affected by his actions, Spurlock added. Diaz has admitted to the crimes and was charged with aggravated assault, <laughs> assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> The janitor's <laughs> body of fluids containing the incurable STD were considered a weapon in the charges. Now, I submit to you, Clark, that that's the key gift that keeps on
3: giving all year long.
4: Go home and explain that one to your spouse. Wait, wait. So, like your is, spouse is going to believe that shit.
3: Is what's considered the deadly weapon? The, his I guess is, the STD. Okay. He's so, a, his, I mean,
4: it's not his penis. They're, uh,
3: they're not uh, actually uh, charging his penis. Yeah. As the deadly weapon, I mean, which I would I would say that if I was a it in was fact of, was the deadly was, weapon. The, well, the the penis
4: was actually like the pistol, I guess, and the the bullet would have been the STD. Right. So the penis is a carrying mechanism. Penis is carrying mechanism, and the bullets were the STDs. Right. But how do you go home and, you know what, fuck them. <laughs> they, they they had them on video and they did fire his ass That's and they came back and did it again. I would beat their ass if it was my
2: wife. This is why I don't drink water bottles that have been cracked before. <laughs> you just never know what you're dealing with. But, but just, I mean, they kind of, like, smelled about, foul. Are you talking about butt dust and crack?
4: <sighs> you know, I mean, you could do that on the outside of your water bottle. No, I'm not <laughs> talking. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> fact that you know what butt dust means. It's funny.
3: I know the audience already thinks I'm crazy, but <laughs> this reminds me like, of, business. This reminds business. Me of uh, 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 a bro code that uh. we had back in the day between a group of friends. And that was, you don't leave the dinner table until all the guys are done. If you're out to dinner, eating with guys, bros, no one leaves the table. If somebody... Leaves the table. Their food's fair game. They're subject to getting what, we had a different name for it, but let's just say we called it getting D-dragged, which meant that the others at the table (laughs) would, uh, what was this guy's name, Mr., uh, Uh, whatever his name was. was DS. Yes. We would... uh, do similar things to their chicken wings and yeah. uh, mashed potatoes and whatever. Crotch as, dust them, teabagged them, <laughs> butt them. And Dude, uh, the best is when they come back, finish their food, and then you let them know that five guys yeah. de-dragged their right. food while right. they were in
4: the bathroom. With that uh, pubic hair sticking out your mouth. <laughs> my, <laughs>
3: my, my wife, well, I hope my wife doesn't listen <laughs> to this episode. Uh,
4: you know fun. what? And our, our listeners are, about 80% female. But, you know, I bet. I, I bet women do that shit too. They just I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> obviously, I'm pretty sure Obviously, it's obviously, now, uh, obviously <laughs> they can't teabag. But I bet you there's a female DS somewhere who's done something like this to a water
3: bottle. Oh, I'm sure. Well, they we did. want to know if you're out there and yeah, you've yeah, done something completely up. disgusting we'll, as we'll, a woman. We'll feature you. In this you kind on. of a scenario, we, we'd like to know it.
4: Uh, I, I would like to in on a light note. It's not light for those people, but... Um, is what it is. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. Uh, I don't think they have an insurance policy large enough to pay that money, my
3: girl. Right. You want to land this plane, Jim?
2: We appreciate everyone for listening, uh, sharing this podcast with friends and family and people you don't even know, maybe on Facebook. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. And we'll see you on Monday for another real life, real crime daily. Peace, Takaria. (laughs) Takaria, it's
0: your business. (laughs) That was a good one.